This morning as we sit together, I'll be offering you some invitations to cultivate this sensitivity to change, to impermanence, to flow. And just as we, in our city meditation and walking meditation, cultivate these sensitivities, having more of a sensitivity to sensation, thought, emotion, to the other senses like hearing and smelling and tasting. Be very similar, it's just opening up and receiving this aspect of experience. But it's not like finding something new, it's just having a sensitivity to it, just as if you were to taste soup, there might be one spice in there that you start to have a little bit more of a sense of, just that subtle taste of rosemary or thyme that's there. Just that. In light of this, I invite you to begin this morning with leading with the heart in some kind of manner. Maybe just taking a moment to place that altruistic intention for what we're doing here. And or a quality of kindness in whatever way that allows you to contact that quality. Sensing into the body and allowing for a quality of relaxation and settling. beginning possibly to, to come into contact with the anchor you've been using. Maybe the abdomen rising and falling as you breathe in and out. receiving that experience more as a flow rather than a thing. Being sensitive to the flowing, undulating feeling of that experience.
there might be the sense that the rising of the abdomen is one thing and the falling is another thing. And you might want to go a step further and have more of a sensitivity to all of it as process. Like a river always changing. At this point, you might want to play with loosening the focus on the anchor. A little more openness to other experiences coming and going. And in particular, just a sensitivity to how certain experiences might arise in attention. There might be the feeling of the breathing, but then the arising of a sound. And being with that arising. And then there might be another sound being with that arising. Then there might be a, another sensation or a thought might arise, or an emotion. The sensitivity to experience arising, to experience presenting itself within awareness. This aspect of impermanence arising.
a sound arises and then maybe another sound arises or a sensation and then a thought, another sensation, a sound, a sensitivity to how experience appears. It's not trying to catch the beginning of something. It's just noticing what naturally appears within awareness. And at times, there may also be a noticing how certain experiences disappear. The sound of my voice disappears. A sensation fades away. Being lost in thought stops. No need to look for it. Just at times, some experiences, you'll have the taste maybe of them passing away.
Noticing how experience just appears within awareness. And how some of those experiences disappear, pass away. And also being sensitive to how experience can feel like it's simply altering or undulating. The sound of my voice arises and then it changes within the sound and alters and undulates and then maybe passes away. This too. And how is the mind relating to experience right now? Checking in with this at times. Oh, it's just simply pleasant, present. 
Well, it's completely checked out. It's bracing against experience, or it's grasping onto it. And to also notice how those qualities of mind can arise and pass away and change.
So you might want to continue just with this opening to impermanence in this very simple way. And just as in the guided, sometimes it can be interesting to not have as much of the focus on the anchor, but having a, a, a little bit more open awareness. Because sometimes when there's this quality of open awareness, at least for me at times, there's, there is a sense of just experience just arising and arising here and arising there. There's a sound, a sensation, and allowing it just to flow through awareness and that sense of, of really tasting that, that flavor of impermanence. And I do find it helpful to explore that a little bit more openness of awareness uh, when the mind's more stabilized. If, it's, if it is lost in thought a, a lot or wandering a lot, then I definitely will come back to um, the anchor and especially uh, to noting. And I want to point out that this more opening up of the attention in this way is not better than or higher than being with the anchor. It's just different. So getting a sense of what what uh, what works for you and to play around. Bhikkhu Bodhi, the, the translator, once said that there's only two aspects to practice. That's to, to begin and to continue. I like that. Just an encouragement to begin, maybe begin again and continue today. Again and again and again. And when I reflect on that, the, the thing that comes to mind, the kind of the natural link that arises for me, around this that I can find inspiring is um, Michael Jordan, of course, right? It's kind of like when you think of dependent origination, the first thing that comes to mind is jazz, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just trying to pick the obvious associative links. So I want to share with you a, a quote that I, uh, I find inspiring. I think he's talking about his professional career here, Michael Jordan being the professional basketball player. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. You never know, you know. <laughs> he said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. And this next one to me is the real kicker. He said, and 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. Can you imagine that? Like hundreds of thousands of people watching you, hoping, betting more money than they should have on you. <laughs> and you miss. He says, and, and I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. To me, this is so much the nature of this path and this practice is, is we have this willingness to be here, to be present with our experience, but boy, with so many shots. That's just the nature of the game, is that. And really what's important is just to, to stay on that court, to stay out there and to savor just being out there on, you could say, this court of the Dharma. And when I started to get a real feeling sense of this, there was something that clicked in my practice. Actually, what started to clarify was, um, I'm gonna get a little Zen here, but this is important. There's a, you know, this uh, Zen master, uh, the Zen master Yun Men, and there's a, a saying that he offered that there's probably been hundreds of years of commentary on where he said, uh, every day is a good day. And I never reflected much on it, but I think the, the more on retreat holding that within my practice, I realized that every day of practice is a good day of practice, regardless of what happens. My worst days on retreats 
are still good days because I'm, I'm, I'm wrapped in the Dharma, in the blanket of the Dharma. And when I'm wrapped in the Dharma, it doesn't matter what happens. So I invite you today for your practice to begin again and continue, but most importantly, just to savor being wrapped in the Dharma, regardless of how today is. Yeah, so may, may we uh, begin and continue today.